Hello, NFL lovers around the world, and you here at home. This is your host of the Real McCoy Sports Podcast, DPN Dream Podcast Network. I'm your host, still, will, forever, doing the most, Franklin J. McCoy III, but you can call me Frankie. And this is NFL Week 7. Siete, baby. Week 7 NFL. And I love NFL. The question is, do you love NFL? And if you're at work, listening, watching, living, breathing NFL. If you're at home, watching your TV, think NFL. If you're in the grocery store, do you love the NFL? If you're at school, do you love the NFL? At church, NFL. Are you in jail, NFL? Don't drop the soap, but think NFL. And your release date. And everyone in the the planet, in Mars, Jupiter, Uranus. <laughs> NFL Week 7, baby! And this your host, Frankie. Let's get into it. And this is, let's get straight into it, NFL Week 7, the Real McCoy Sports Podcast scoreboard for Week 7. Thursday Night Football, we had an, an annihilation. Denver Broncos throttle the Arizona Cardinals 45-10. to That's right, once again, Arizona Cardinals at home showing a pathetic performance at home in front of their fans, losing to the Denver Broncos 10-45. Sunday games, let's get into it. Tennessee Titans in London facing the Los Angeles Chargers lose in a tight game. Los Angeles Chargers 20, Tennessee Titans 19. Chicago Bears lose to the New England Patriots 31-38. That's right, New England Patriots 38, Chicago Bears 31 in Chicago. Buffalo Bills 5, Indianapolis Colts 37 in Indy. Detroit Lions pull off the win 32-21 against the Miami Dolphins. Detroit Lions 32, Miami Dolphins 21 in Miami. And the New York Jets fall in defeat to the Minnesota Vikings. New York Jets 17, Minnesota Vikings 37. Tampa Bay Buccaneers win a close one in OT overtime. Tampa Bay Buccaneers 26, Cleveland Browns 23. And we had the Carolina Panthers edging out a victory in Philly. 21-17, Carolina Panthers 21, Philadelphia Eagles 17, Houston Texans 20, Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars 7, Jacksonville Jaguars 7, Houston Texans 20, New Orleans Saints 24, Baltimore Ravens 23, that's right folks, Baltimore Ravens lose at home 23-24 to against the New Orleans Saints. How about them Saints? Who that? Who that? Los Angeles Rams beat my San Francisco 49ers silly 39-10. to 10. Yes, I said the score. LA Rams 39, SF 49ers 10. 
<laughs> Dallas Cowboys finally lose. 17-20, Washington Redskins pull out the victory at home. Washington Redskins 20, Dallas Cowboys 17. And the Kansas City Chiefs hold on again for the win, 45-10 against the Cincinnati Bengals. And for Monday Night Football, the Atlanta Falcons edge out a victory 23-20 against the New York Giants. And Week 7 was another great week of Another great NFL showing of great games. And what we're going to do this week, we're going to, first segment, we're going to get into the Monday night showdown with the Atlanta Falcons and the New York Giants, the G-Men, which was a pretty good game. Not a great high scoring game, but a pretty good game. And let's get straight to it. Now, let me give you the quarterback numbers for this game. Um. It wasn't the most offensive game. Uh, Let's get into it. Eli Manning, number 10 for the New York Giants quarterback, Eli Manning, 27 for 38, 399 yards, 10.5 average yards per pass, one TD. He got sacked four times with a QBR 59.4, which is not good. Uh, Overall rating of 113.8, not bad. And let's get into Atlanta Falcons quarterback number two, Matt Ryan, 31 for 39, 379 yards with an average per pass attempt of 9.7 yards, one TD. He he also got sacked three times. He had a QBR of 85.9, not the greatest, uh, not not bad, not shabby, 115.7 overall rating, and I would say, um, did I enjoy this game? Wasn't better than last week's Monday Night Showdown, but uh, it, was, it, was, it was pretty good. Actually, Atlanta controlled most of the momentum for the for the whole game. New York Giants are not a good football team at all. Um, play calling sucks. Um, also, defense is defense not horrible. They're just not good. Offense, I, I'm, I've never been an Eli Manning fan, so I don't expect much from him. Saquon Barkley is the truth, in my opinion, that running back for the New York Giants. And Odell Beckham, he, he, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't blame him, but Eli just doesn't get enough time to throw, and when he does, he's oftentimes inconsistent. But Atlanta did their thing. They pulled out the win. And let's go through the summary of the game so you can get a picture of how this went for the for the night so you can understand um, the momentum of the game. So second quarter was the first score with uh, 4.51 on the clock in the second quarter. Falcons' uh, Marvin Hall received a 41-yard uh, TD pass from number two quarterback Matt Ryan, Atlanta Falcons. 47-yard pass once again, which put Atlanta up 7-0. With the extra point good from number four, Giorgio Tavecchio, uh, kicker for the Atlanta Falcons. That's right, Giorgio uh, Armani. Don't confuse him. Now, at that point, Atlanta was up 7-0 against the New York Jets. But with 50 seconds left in the second quarter in the first half, New York Giants number two, Aldrich Rosas, kicker, 
Again, once again, number two for the New York Giants had a 31-yard field goal good, which made the score 7-3, New York 3, Atlanta Falcons 7. But shortly after that, that was short-lived, Atlanta Falcons, number four, Giorgio Armani, as I would call him, Tavecchio, Giorgio Tavecchio with a 40-yard field goal, which made it good, which made it Atlanta 10, Atlanta Falcons 10, New York Giants 3. And that was the halftime score at halftime, 10-3, to 3, which wasn't nothing to sneeze at. Low-scoring game. Atlanta's really under underachieving. They're underproducing, in my opinion. Uh, injury with uh, Sanu. We'll see how that goes. But let's move on to the third quarter. That, that was the score at that time. It wasn't an exciting game at that point. But in the third quarter, number two, Aldrick Rosas. From the New York Giants with a 36-yard field goal, which made the score New York Giants 6, Atlanta Falcons 10. And, and that was the only score in the third quarter. But in the fourth quarter, things, things picked up, got a little spicy. Now, fourth quarter scores with 14.55 on the clock. Atlanta strikes early with a Giorgio Tavecchio 50-yard field goal. Wow! Which made the score ATL, yo! 13, New York G-Men 6. That's right, Falcons 13, Giants 6. But with 7.47 in the fourth quarter, number 26, ATL running back Tevin Coleman with a 30-yard TD run. Giorgio Tavecchio extra point good, which made the score ATL 20, New York 6. And that's right, Tevin, a.k.a. Campbell, a.k.a. Coleman. Come and talk to me. I really want to meet you. That's right. He had a 30-yard run, and he sung all his way to the end zone. Tevin Campbell Coleman, which made it 20-6. to But with 4.47 on the clock, New York Giants, superstar running back, rookie running back, number 26, Saquon Barkley. Say my name, say my name, Saquon Barkley. Now, he had a two-yard run, but the two-point version conversion failed. And I understood why they went for it. Actually, I don't understand why you went for it. Because that made the score 20 to 12. Atlanta Falcons 20. New York Giants 12. Now at that point, you kick the field goal, you're down seven. Remember when I talked, remember when I talked to you about offensive coordinator discipline? This is where they needed some. Stupid. This is why you won one game. This is why you're a bad football team. This is why you will not be in the playoffs, but in fact, you will be watching the playoffs. And I hope you have I hope you you have your seat reserved at Buffalo Wild Wings or at Wingstop because that's where you'll be, all right? Make sure you have my garlic parmesan and and, and get some beer, some freaking beer. All right? And, and then that, that would be that. At that point, it was 20 to 12. But with 155 left on the clock, number four, Giorgio Tavecchio with a 56-yard field goal, which put Atlanta Falcons up 20 to, 23 to 12. ATL 23, New York 12. But, as Giants usually do, at the end of the game, you know, they, they want to pad the stats, make it look interesting, act like they're going to win. All right, with five seconds left, number 13, Odell Beckham Jr., Mr. Dyed Hair, Thunderbird, whatever his hair is, whatever you call that, five heartbeats type hair, with a uh, 
One yard pass, touchdown, good. Two point conversion, good. From number uh, 26, Saquon Barkley running back, two point conversion, good, which put the score at 23 to 20. But by that time, five seconds left, when you score that touchdown, you have no chance of, of uh, getting the ball back. You have no, even with the onside kick, you're not going to advance the ball. You're not going to get a field goal. So, so that was that. And that was game over. Case in point, game match. Game, set, match. And that was that. And that sum, that sums up pretty much New York Giants season. They, they have been teetering to being really bad for a couple years now. And I don't care who you draft. I don't care if it's, if it's Steve Young and Jerry Rice. It's, you, you guys are dysfunctional. Um, I don't like Eli Manning. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is a hell of a wide receiver. Saquon Barkley is a beast at running back. But if you have no offensive line blocking, if you have no defense to get you stops, it's it's not going to pan out. And you and you guys, especially if it's not a cohesive unit, if you guys aren't on the same page, if the team is not really a team on the football field and off the football field, it's going to translate into bad football. And it's going to translate into losses. And that's what's happening right now. The New York Giants are going to continue to lose. Atlanta Falcons, I'm not sold yet. You guys have arguably some of the uh, the best wide receiver core, arguably. Maybe it might be. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. I'm not a big fan of Matt Ryan. He's a pretty, he's a damn hell of a quarterback. He's a damn good quarterback. He's just not a great one in my eyes. He's just a damn good quarterback. But I don't know. It's just something about that team. That defense is not what it was in years past, two years ago. That defense taking steps back and back and back. And that offense, I don't know. It's just without Freeman, he's hurt. I understand. I don't know. It's just something about you I don't trust. I don't don't know what it is. Can't put my finger on it. I just don't trust them. And that's it. That's all. All right. And that was that was your Monday night football game, NFL week seven. And that was that. And that was your Monday night. And let's move on to hate, hate, hate. NFL week seven, the Real McCoy Sports Podcast. Hate. Hate, hate with your host Frankie and teams that I just hate right now. Luckily, the Raiders had a buy and, and quickly, let's just say Packers, Green Bay Packers had a buy. Oakland Raiders had a buy. Pittsburgh Steelers had a buy. Seattle Seahawks had a buy. So that's four teams that are out of my hate radar. My HR, okay? And that's not human resources department. That's my hate radar. And my hate radar is going to go... It's going to go to the 49ers. Um, I know you're supposed to lose. It's Los Angeles Rams. They're projected to be the favorites for the Super Bowl. But you have to have a better showing. You're at home. Don't make me look bad at home. Get it together. It's 39 to 10. I just call it 40. Let's just call it 40 to 10. You lost 40 to 10. All right, from Mr. B.I.B.I. at quarterback, Beathard. B.I.B.I. Get Ooh, do we need Kaepernick back? I keep calling his name. Maybe he'll come back like Candyman if I say his name three times. Kaepernick, Kaepernick, Kaepernick. But Coach Shanahan already said uh, he doesn't fit our scheme. That's 
that, uh, that's a polite way of saying we we don't want your you know what back here. All right, another hate. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You guys edged out the Browns. Um, Browns, you guys need to do better. Overtime, you guys take a loss. Um, I don't, I don't know what's going on in Cleveland, but it's unacceptable. All right, Mr. Krabby Patty, you let you allowed him to pull away with the victory. You allowed Mr. Krabby Patty to win. Now, you guys have to get this thing together. And Baker Mayfield, he needs some help. That defense is playing so-so, but you need to get him some help because this is unacceptable. And the Browns, you need some wins before your coach takes that uh, boot that 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 GM is going to give him. All right? You need to get him some help. All right? Patriots pull out a victory. I expected them. Bears, you did what I thought you were going to do. Now, I hate the fact that Chargers, you guys can't win by more than one point against the Tennessee Titans. I've never been a fan of Mariota. I've always liked Phillip Rivers. For some reason, I've always, I like his grit. I like his heart. I like his, his tenacity. Animosity towards the opposition. He doesn't like you if you're not on his team. He talks smack back. I like that about a quarterback. But you, he, you, you guys just don't ever win. You guys win a whole bunch of regular season games, but you never go to the big dance. You're like a popular boy or a popular girl in high school or in middle school that you think you're big stuff all the way until it's time to go to the big dance, go to the prom or go to the go to the big dance in middle school. And then you get no date because of the way you treated people, the way you treat this, this NFL on the field. You need to treat this better, Phillip Rivers. You need to get this together. You should be annihilating teams like Tennessee Titans. You should be sending a message that you guys are a force to be reckoned with. I actually like this team. They have potential to do damage in the playoffs. But, as always, they'll disappoint. Once the playoffs come around, they'll disappoint. And they'll get knocked off. They'll get knocked off. Um, Besides that... Other hate I, I want to give Cowboys, you lose to Smith. You give him more credibility in the eyes of the Smith lovers. And you make me one of the biggest Smith haters. You make, you make me look bad. And that's why I hate you today, Cowboys and Dallas Cowboy fans and Jerry Jones lovers around the world. You guys needed to handle business. I hate when he wins. I hate when Alex Smith wins. It just makes him, oh, he's a smart quarterback. He takes what the defense gives him. But he's Mr. Checkdown. He's Mr. Play it safe. And that's why he will never win a Super Bowl in his life. I hope you retire tomorrow. Just get out of the NFL. I'm tired of you. You ruined my teenage years in San Francisco. It was just horrible. Let's move on. All right, Panthers, you finally win. But Eagles... I'm hating on you for the simple fact that you guys are selling me a bill of goods. You guys are selling me rotten fruit. You guys are selling me false advertisements. You guys, you guys aren't what you were last year. 
And as I see week to week, I don't care if you get wins in the future. I don't care if you guys turn it around and start winning. You guys are not the same team as last year. You guys will not be winning the Super Bowl. I see a lot of flaws, and I see an offense that's that's just iffy. I don't blame Carson Wentz. It's not his fault. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's not, not better than Aaron Rodgers. Don't you disrespect him. But I think he's the top four. I would say top four. I hate to use the cliche top five, top ten. No, he's top four. He probably is number four right now. But I don't know. It's just um, something with Philly. Injuries, of course. Um, I'll give you that. There's been a lot of injuries. I, I, I will give you that. But that defense, I don't trust the defense. I like the defensive line. A lot, linebacker core is eh, so-so. Secondary is eh, so-so. Offense, I'm not sold on the offense either. Not because of Carson Wentz, because of everything around Carson Wentz. That's why I'm not sold. But maybe they'll get it together. I don't see a Super Bowl. I don't think they'll make it that far, but they'll definitely go to the playoffs. Well, can't. Yeah, yeah. I could say definitely. I think they will. Um, that's about that's about it. Um, all the other games were pretty predictable. Can't hate on anybody else. Everybody else did what they they were supposed to do. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I am forgetting something. I am forgetting the biggest hate I need to dish out. Week seven NFL, the Real McCoy Sports Podcast, the GPN Dream Podcast Network. Now, the Jacksonville. Kittens. The Jacksonville Kittens. Wow. You guys lose. Even though I love me some Deshaun Watson, Houston, they still have a problem over there. I don't care if the offense is starting to turn it around. I don't trust that defense. And I hate to say it when they have J.J. Watt and they have other stars, Jadavian Clowney around. Tyron Matthew around, I just don't trust them. But they handle the Jacksonville Kittens 20-7 to in Jacksonville. And Blake Bortles, Mr. Fumble Rooski himself, just couldn't stop dropping the ball. Um, had to get benched to Chad Heineken. So you had to get benched for some Heineken. And he couldn't do anything either. But Blake, Blake Bortle, Blake Butt, because you're Butt right now. You're not a good quarterback. You're Blake Butt. I don't care if you have a good game next week. I don't care if you throw seven touchdowns. You're Butt. I don't know how you hold on to your job. And this is what I dislike and hate, hate, hate about the NFL. How do you allow some of these guys to make millions and millions of dollars when there's so many other great, there's so many other, let me not use that. I hate to use words loosely like that, that great. There's so many other capable quarterbacks that are way better than Blake Bortles. So many. So Robert Griffin III. So many other, I would even take Derek Anderson. Over Blake Bortles. It's so so many quarterbacks. AJ McCarron. I'm not sure if he's hurt or not. So many other quarterbacks. Let me throw him again in again. Colin Kaepernick. Ding ding ding. Another one. 
So many other quarterbacks. I would take Lamar Jackson, even though he plays for Baltimore Ravens. I don't know how these guys make so much money, and he, and he makes a whole bunch of money to be this bad and didn't deserve it. Why? Because the defense was so great last year that that, and just because he plays the quarterback position, that allowed him to, since they have a structure set up to where quarterbacks reap the benefits off of other plays on the field, that if you have a dominant defense, your quarterback is going to reap the benefits of that. It shouldn't be that way. It should be how you play on the field. He had moments last year, but he choked last year. He wasn't that guy, and he played bad before that. He shouldn't even got to last year. He's been playing bad for years. He, he's not a good quarterback. He won't be. Jackson, you will dread the day. You will remember the day when you let and allow this man to lead your team into battle for all these years. You will dread it. And you will think, why did I waste these years? Why? Because he will let you down. He'll smile in your face. All the time he's going to make mistakes. He's Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. He's going to make mistakes. He's a backstabber. He smiles in your face. He says what you want in interviews. He's sure, yeah. We're gonna look at tape. That's what all the 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 scrub quarterbacks and scrub players say. Yeah, you know, it's just a bad day. It's just one of those days. We'll look at the tape and look at the mistakes, and we'll make corrections in practice. No, you're not. I wish Jalen Ramsey, instead of instead of him jawjacking against the other teams, I wish he'd just go to you at the the next practice, just smack you, silly, and just spit on you. Because you're ruining this defense. You're ruining them. You're ruining the twilight of their careers. And all that good defense they're playing, they're going to get older, they're going to get injured, battered, bruised, and then they're going to start... Uh, talking negatively about the defense. Look, they're getting old. They're aging. Yeah, they're aging because when they were in their prime, they they had quarterbacks like like Blake Butt, who limited them from their potential, from their full potential. Now the Jacksonville Jaguars, they're teetering into not making the playoffs, and it's so sad because they have a lot of talent on defense. I given, I giveth, I giveth, I acknowledge. They have a lot of injuries. Leonard Fournette, wide receivers Lee and some other players. Can't remember off the top of my head, but but you have enough to get it done. You have enough. And you don't lose 20 to 7 at home to a Houston Texans team that that hasn't been playing well. You do not lose there. You do not. You come up with that win any way you can. And that's the biggest hate I'm gonna give for NFL week seven. And that's pretty much all I can say. Um, it was it was it was a uh, disappointing. I want to see Jacksonville do good. My Niners, they are what they are. I don't make no excuses on the Real McCoy Sports Podcast, DPN Dream Podcast Network. But what I can say is, au revoir, good night. Or good morning, depending on where you are in the world. And don't forget to tune in to next week's Week 8, NFL Week 8. 
We have a great show here. Why do we have a great show? Because we have listeners like you listening in and tuning in to the best sports podcast show in the world, Craig. If you smell la, 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 la. what Franklin J. McCoy the third, but you can call me Frankie is cooking. And this is the Real McCoy Sports Podcast on the DP Green Podcast Network. And your host, Franklin J. McCoy the third, but you can call me Frankie says thanks for tuning in. I love you, and I hope you love me back. I'm out. Goodbye. Cookies. Check. Drink. Check. Gas. All gas. And no brakes. That's a big check. And you know what comes next. Hello, NFL world! And hello, NFL lovers! You are now tuning in to the Real McCoy Sports Podcast on the DPN Dream Podcast Network. And I'm your host always and forever will be doing the most, Franklin J. McCoy III. But you can call me Frankie. And here we are, NFL Week 5, 2020 Corona season. The end of the road. That's what I'm titling this. Although we've come to the end of the road for my San Francisco 49ers, we were in the Super Bowl. It wasn't that long ago. Now Jimmy's tripping, throwing two INTs. Oh, my 49ers are in trouble. Everything's going wrong. Corona season. This is a bad season. Dak hurt. Oh, my God. His foot was turned sideways. He hurt his ankle. NFL Week 5. What is going on? What's going on? Marvin Gaye. Tell us something. What's going on? NFL Week 5. But before we start picking apart games... The Real McCoy Sports Podcast on the DPN Dream Podcast Network scoreboard NFL Week 5, Thursday, October 8th, 2020. The Bears beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Chicago 20-19, pulled out a one-pointer. Fourth quarter, Tom forgot it was four-fourth down. Sunday games, October 11th, 2020. Carolina Panthers win 23-16 in Atlanta against the Falcons. The Raiders pull out a big game. Big, 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 big game Sunday night. Raiders 40, Kansas City Chiefs 32. Arizona Cardinals win big 30-10 against the New York Jets. And the Philadelphia Eagles suffering defeat to the Pittsburgh Steelers 38-29. And the Los Angeles Rams easily handled the Washington no-names, 30-10. And the Cincinnati Bengals lose. Obvious game against the Baltimore Ravens, 27-3 in Baltimore. And the Jacksonville Jaguars lose against the first-time winners this season, Houston Texans under new coach Romeo Cremel, 30-14 in Houston. And the Miami Dolphins beat down 
stomp out for all this victory. Against my San Francisco 49ers, Miami Dolphins 43, San Francisco 17. God damn. Indianapolis Colts lose against the Cleveland Browns 23-32 in Cleveland. That's right, 32-23, the Browns win that. The Cowboys lose Dak in a serious injury in, in uh, Jerry's world, 37-34. They win, but they lose their guy, Dak Prescott. And I'm sorry if, oh, I said the Raiders, um, the Raiders-Kansas City Chiefs game was Sunday night. No, actually... The Minnesota Vikings and the Seattle Seahawks was Sunday night. Russell Wilson squeaked squeak by with the uh, late game surgeons, 27-26 uh, and nail biter. And for Monday night, we had New Orleans playing the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. And they went in overtime with the field goal, 30-27. And Tuesday night, a rescheduled game for the Buffalo Bills against the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans handled the Buffalo Bills convincingly. 42 to 16 in Tennessee. In Tennessee, as young Buck would say. Now, what are we gonna go through first? What are we gonna do? Let's let's do a Thursday game. Thursday, October 8th, 2020. Tampa Bay versus the Chicago Bears. 20 to 19. The Bears win. And uh I'm going to go through Tom Brady's stats. Number 12, QB, quarterback, Tom Brady for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 43-year-old out of Michigan, 6'4", 225 pounds. He went 25 for 41, 253 yards and one touchdown. And for the season, he has 1,375 yards, which is ninth in the NFL, 12 TDs, which is tied for fourth, four interceptions, which is tied for 22nd, QBR of 60 60.5, which is 21st in the NFL. And for Tampa Bay, running back number 27, Ronald Jones II, 5'11", 208 pounds out of USC with 17 carries, 106 yards. Pretty good game. Not great. Number 18, Tyler Johnson, wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 6'1", 206 pounds out of Minnesota, four receptions and 61 yards. And that was Tampa Bay's offense. Let's go to the Bears, Chicago Bears. Number nine, quarterback Nick Foles, Nick Foles, 6'6", 253 pounds out of Arizona, went 30 for 42, 243 yards, one TD, one interception. And for the season, his stats are 680 yards, which is 30th in the league, five TDs, tied for 25th, three interceptions, tied for 11th, QBR 44.8, which is 29th in the NFL. And for the Chicago Bears running back, number 32, David Montgomery, 5'11", 220. 22 pounds out of Iowa State, 10 carries, 29 yards, 1 TD. Wide receiver for the Chicago Bears, number 12, Allen Robinson, 6'2", 216 pounds out of Penn State, went with 10 receptions and 90 yards in the game. Let's go to the scoring summary between the Tampa Bay Bucks and the Chicago Bears. First quarter went 9 minutes and 48 seconds, Ryan Suckup. Kicker for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 39-yard field goal, which put Tampa Bay up 3-0. And with 56 seconds left in the first quarter, Mike Evans with a two-yard pass from Tom Brady, which put Tampa Bay up 10-0 at that point. Second quarter with seven minutes and three seconds, Ryan Suckup with a 35-yard field goal, which put Tampa Bay up 13-0. And with one minute 
48 seconds. David Montgomery with the three-yard TD run for Chicago, which pulled them within six, 13-7 at that point. And with 36 seconds left in, in the half, Jimmy Graham with a 12-yard TD pass from Nick Foles. Cairo Santos, extra point good. Chicago took the lead 14-13 at halftime. So in the second half, nine minutes, four, four seconds in the third quarter, Tampa Bay's Ryan Suckup with a 46-yard field goal, which put Tampa Bay up 16-14 at that, at that moment. And in the fourth quarter, with 10 minutes, 34 seconds, Bears... Cairo Santos with a 47-yard field goal, which put Chicago up 1.17-16. But with 4 minutes and 49 seconds, Ryan Suckup, 25-yard field goal, put Tampa Bay back up 19-17. And with 1 minute, 13 seconds, the Bears' Cairo Santos took the lead again with a 38-yard field goal, 20-19. And 20-19, correct. And at that point, Tampa Bay got the ball back. For a last drive, Tom, you know, incomplete here, incomplete there. Last play, incomplete. He thought it was, he thought it was third down. It was fourth down. And at that moment, I told myself, I told myself, I said, Tom Brady looks old, and he looks, he looks old and elderly. Those are two different. Old just means you got a couple gray hairs. You're getting old, player. You're old. You make a little sound every time you, you get up when you bend over and you, and you try to get back, stand straight back up. You make that little, all, all you old motherfuckers do that. Okay, now, or most of you, out of shape motherfuckers. Okay, now, back. Tom Brady looks old, elderly, and confused. He looked a little confused. His body looks more fragile by the week. He's shriveling up in my before my eyes. Is Tom Brady too old? That's the question. That's what I meant to say. Is he is 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 he too old? Now his skill set, he's not done. He's still serviceable. Tampa Bay's good team. They're not you're not going to Super Bowl with that team. They're good. They got some pieces. The the, def, the defense shocking me. But, but I don't know. I don't know. He would have been better serviced playing for my 49ers, and I have a hidden agenda behind that. There's a reason I'm talking this way. But they lose a game they should have won. I watched that game, the game they should have won. They lost the game they should have won. Nick Foles, yeah, he pulled it out. But Tampa Bay, that was that was their game. That was the, a game they let slip away. Uh, Tampa Bay's better than Chicago, even though Chicago's defense played really hard, played really good. Tampa Bay's a better team than Chicago. That's what that's the takeaway I got from watching that game. Um, the Bears have been been surprisingly shocking. Okay, but overall, Tampa Bay's a better team. They just didn't play up to their capabilities for that game. Let's move on to another game that that I once again I always cover a lot of games that I lose money on and this is another one. 
Las Vegas Raiders versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm from San Francisco. I'm a 49er fan. And one thing I know about the Raiders is you win a lot of money betting against them because they lose. That's the history behind them. They're actually changing things this year. They choose this year to change things. But spread was around 10. No, it was around 12, 13. Start dropping down to 12, 11, 10. I should have read this. I should have seen the signs that when the spreads start dropping in your favor, that's a sign. We all know nothing in this life is free. Nobody's going to give you anything. So when they start giving you stuff, don't take it. It's almost like prison. You're just getting there. Somebody offers you 10 Twinkies, Rice Krispie Treats, 8 bars of soap, a comb, toothbrushes, toothpaste, top ramen, and says, you know, I'm just being nice. I just want you to be my friend. No, he wants you to give him massages, clip his toenails, wash his drawers, and a couple other things that's strange for no change. All right? That's what he wants you to do. When they start taking points away on the spread, there's something fishy. Abort. Abort mission. It's like, it's like an undercover mission. Abort. 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 Switch the bet. Switch the bet. Like if you're on the computer. Watching what you're not supposed to be watching. And somebody comes in. Escape. Escape. Control. Alt, delete. Control. Alt. Delete. Is it off power? Pull the plug. Pull it. She's almost in the room. Pull the plug. Now. The, the Raiders not only cover the spread. They won. Outright. Underdog. 10 point, 12 point, whatever the point, they were they were, they were underdog. Chiefs were favored. Chiefs looked like they were going to handle the game early on. It, it looked easy. But the sneaky Vegas Raiders they snuck around, messed around and won. All right? Let, let's give them their props. I'm covering them because they're actually doing something. They're winners. So Let's let's go over the stats. Let's go over the stat. The winner stats first. Uh, it's usually Patty Mahomes. Usually my homeboy, my homie. All right, second to none. All right, the last stand man. But now it's number four, Derek Carr. Twenty nine years old, out of Fresno State, six three, two hundred ten pounds, twenty two for thirty one, three hundred and forty seven yards, three TDs, one INT. Season, uh, for the season stats, 1,442 yards, which is 7th in the NFL. 11 TDs, which makes him 6th in the NFL. 1 INT, which uh, he's tied for 2nd in the NFL. And an overall QBR rating of 81.7, which is 5th in the NFL. And running back number 28 for the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, Josh Jacobs, 5'10", 220 pounds out of Alabama. Alabama. 23 carries, 77 yards, 2 TDs. Good day. Not on the yards, but 2 TDs. But for the season, 106 attempts, which he's first in the NFL. 377 yards, second in the NFL. 5 TDs, tied for second in the NFL. 3.6 average, 43rd in the NFL. Wide receiver number 11, Henry Ruggs II. 
Six feet, 190 pounds out of Alabama. Two receptions, 118 yards, and one TD. And that's for the Las Vegas Raiders. And it's for the Kansas City Chiefs. Quarterback number 15, Patrick Mahomes. My homeboy. My homie. Second to none. First and done. You heard it first at the Real McCoy Sports Podcast. DPN Dream Podcast Network. You heard it first. I said, uh, what did I say? I'm already forgetting. I'm off these cookies. All right? I said, second to none, first and done. First time he went to the Super Bowl, done it. Did it. Got the ring against my 49ers. Who is he second to? Nobody. He's my homeboy. My homie. He's the best quarterback in the National Football League. Who's naturally better? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the best thing smoking. But I keep it real. It's the Real McCoy Sports Podcast on the DPN Dream Podcast Network. We tell no lies. I have no biases. If it's a tie, it goes to the runner, 49ers. But it's not a tie. All right? Patrick Mahomes is the best thing smoking in the NFL. All right? Second to none, first and done. Second to nobody, first time in the Super Bowl, done that. Been there, done that, pimping. Now, let's move on. Let's get to his numbers. 6'3", 230 pounds out of Texas Tech. 22 for 43, 340 yards, two TDs, one INT on the season, 1,474 yards, which he's third in the NFL. 13 TDs, tied for second in the NFL one interception, tied for second in the NFL. 86.3, third in the NFL QBR. Running back, number 25, Fresh Prince of Clyde Edwards-Alaire. 21 years old, 5'8", 209 pounds out of LSU. With 10 carries and 40 yards. Tight end, number 87, Travis Kelsey, 6'5", 260 pounds out of Cincinnati. Out of the natty. Eight receptions, 108 yards, and one TD. Now the Raider Chiefs scoring summary. The first half, Raiders scored three, Chiefs seven. Second quarter, 21 to 17, Raiders. Third quarter, 0-0. Fourth quarter, 16 16 Raiders, Chiefs 8. First quarter breakdown, 6 minutes, 45 seconds. Daniel Carlson with the 38-yard field goal, which put Las Vegas up 3-0. But with 2 minutes and 6 seconds in the first quarter, Patty Mahomes, 3-yard TD run. Harrison Butler, extra point good, which put KC up 7-3. Second quarter, 14 minutes, 29 seconds, Chiefs TD 10-yard TD run from Tyreek Hill, which put KC up 14-3. 11 minutes, 48 seconds, Raiders Nelson Aguilar with a 59-yard TD pass from Derek Carr, which cut the deficit to 4, 14-10 KC. But with 9 minutes and 4 seconds, Kansas City's Sammy Watkins with an 8-yard TD pass from Patrick Mahomes, which put KC up 21-10. But with 6 minutes and 24 seconds, Raiders' Darren Waller, 5-yard TD pass from Derek Carr, which cut the deficit once again to 4, which made it 21-17 KC. But with 2 minutes and 39 seconds in the second quarter, Raiders' Henry Ruggs third with a 72-yard TD pass from Derek Carr, which put Raiders up 24-21. to But, you know. 
with 28 seconds. The Chiefs march right down in Kansas City. Harrison Butler, 32-yard field goal, tied it at halftime. And the third quarter was a drought. Nobody scored. Nobody did nothing. Until we got to the third, fourth quarter, 14 minutes, 14 seconds. Raiders, uh, Josh Jacobs with a seven-yard TD run. Da- Daniel, Daniel Carlson, PAT, no good. Which put it to 30-24. to 24. Las Vegas Raiders. And Daniel Carlson better be lucky. They didn't lose by one point. Because... You missed the extra point. That's what I'm talking about. If anybody, for all those who are new listeners to the Real McCoy Sports Podcast on the DPN Dream Podcast Network, in prior seasons, prior episodes, I talk about there's no reason kickers should be missing extra point. There's no reason. And if they do, they should line them up, and everybody on the team gets to take a punch at them or slap at them. First offense, slap. Second offense, punch. Third offense, they just rat pack you. And run you out the unit. Run you out the yard. Run you off the team. You're done. Third time, he gets stomped out. He shouldn't even be able to get up. All right? You shouldn't be missing extra points unless they get blocked. Unless the defense ran right through. Now, 6 minutes, 34 seconds in the fourth. Raiders' Daniel Carlson actually made a 43-yard field goal, 33-24. to And that's the type of stuff I'm talking about. Matter of fact, better yet, excuse my English and not French because I'm not French. That's the kind of mierda, caca, shit that I'm talking about. Poo-poo, doo-doo, hee-hee-joo-joo, okay? That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. You can miss an extra point, which is right there. But if we go 43-yard field goal, you made that. That's the kind of stuff you walk up to them and just, just you got to give them one. You gotta, and you got to give them a good shot. You got you to step into it with your back foot, follow through to where your tricep muscles will show. You got to flex your tricep muscle, extend that arm, that punch, extend it. That's the kind of punch he needs for missing that. Okay, 5 minutes, 26 seconds, Raiders Josh Jacobs with a 2-yard TD run, which put Vegas up 40-24. to And with 3 minutes, 57 seconds, KC Travis Kelsey, 7-yard TD pass from Patrick Mahomes, 2-point conversion good, cut the deficit to 8, Raiders 40, KC 32. And that was all, folks. They ran out of time. And KC cost me a lot of goddamn money. Now, what this shows is the Raiders are for real. The Raiders are the real deal. That, that's, that's what that shows. That shows the Raiders got a lot better. You know, I gave, I gave Gruden flack. You know, I gave him a hard time. Wrote him for some of the dumb decisions he's made in the past. A la getting rid of Khalil Mack. Very stupid decision. You've been looking for defenders to replace them ever since. Or you've been trying to make up for the loss in other ways. You can't make up for it. But what I will say, all those draft picks I think you acquired, you did put them to good use. You did do the right thing. It it actually looks like you had a method to your madness because it was madness, the moves you were making. You got rid of Mari Cooper. Now, let's get into that. Let's dissect that. For all of y'all, all of y'all is a black term in the inner city. 
which converges you all in y'all. It's just a fast way of saying you all. Y'all. Now, y'all might think that getting rid of Amari Cooper was the dumb decision, too. I thought just the Khalil Mack one. Just the Khalil Mack. Amari Cooper showed his true colors to me, just as Cam did in the Super Bowl, by not diving on the, the fumble in the Super Bowl against the Denver Broncos. But, but we're not talking about Cam. All right. And what Omari showed me, and was that against, let me correct myself, was that against the Patriots? Was that against Gilmore or one of the good cornerbacks? He took himself out. That was last year. He took himself out the game because he was having a rough day. The cornerback was all over him. Wouldn't let him breathe. Locking him down. If this was basketball, he'd be locking him down like Gary Payton, the glove. And, and he took himself out. He subbed himself out. That right there, I. What, what would Mike Singletary say? Can't play with him. Can't coach him. Can't do it. That's what I would. Oh my God! If I was his teammate, oh, we would be fight. We would be fight. Well, first I gotta first. I, we gotta talk. We gotta talk. I, I gotta come see you. You gotta explain. Whoa. You're taking you're one of our best players, high paid player. You're taking yourself out. Explain yourself. Now, depending on the response, we would be fighting. Because you say the wrong thing, it, it's no explanation for that. You're you're the top guy. You got to lead by example. Show heart. That was softness right there. And I I can't trust a player like that. I wouldn't want a player like that around my team. Infectious disease culture that, that you're permeating through the air, like corona, that virus going viral. You don't need that. So that was smart getting rid of him, but Khalil Mack decision was stupid. Raiders, you guys are trending upward. I like I like the direction you guys are headed. You guys are definitely got an upward trajectory. And Chiefs, I don't know what to say about that. They didn't get exposed. They could have won the game. It's, they just had a bad game. That defense needs to get a little better, but they still like look like the best team in the NFL. And that's my opinion. I didn't want to get into this. Oh, I'm going to oh, need a hit of these cookies before I start on this 49ers, man. Bear with me. The Real McCoy Sports Podcast on the DPN Dream Podcast Network appreciates you, the listener, all the fans, all the Real McCoy fans, sports podcast fans out there. Appreciate you taking the time to listen to this comedic relief. This is all casual talk. My opinions. Please do not, anybody, even the players, do not take this personal. This just this is just me talking spit. My opinions. This this is my opinions. I have no ill will towards anybody. This is just my analysis and breakdown as I see it. As a sports analyst, as a person analyzing sports, do not take it personal. It's just for fun, just comedy. All right, but I, but 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 the information is for real. It's for real. All right, listen to this. My 49ers took a beat down. All right, we lost a million to a little bit. 
and I don't think we need to go over the scores. We, we lost a lot to a little bit. And it's it, 43 to 17. God damn. I don't know what to say. I don't know. We have. Yes, we have injuries. Yes, we have injuries. And you know what we also have? We also have Jimmy Garoppolo. That's another reason. We have injuries and we have Garoppolo. It's just two horrible things going on in the organization of the San Francisco 49ers. Let's go over the stats. And then after that, I'll explain to you why I really, 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 really do not like Jimmy Garoppolo right now. I don't like C.J. Beathard. Nick Mullins, do not even look my way right now. You you shouldn't even be on the team right now. You should be at home right now. You know, Khalees had a song. I hate you so much right now. Which one, Jimmy Beathard or Mullins? I don't know right now. I think it's Jimmy. Ah! Sunday, you got your butt whipped by the Harvard graduate with the big beard. And I told you, just throw it. He's open. He's out there. But no, Jimmy, I hate you so much right now. Ah! QB number 14, Ryan Fitzpatrick, 6'2", 228 pounds, 37 years old, out of Harvard, 22 for 28, 350 yards, three TVs, and he looked like the second coming of Joe Montana against my weak ass, 40 ass, 49ers. For the season, 1,344 yards, 11th in the NFL, 7 TDs, tied for 18, 5 interceptions, tied for 27, 5 interceptions, and we lost him. Tied for 27th, 83.2 quarterback rating, which is 4th in the NFL, pretty damn good. Overall rating, 154.5. Let's go to Jimmy Garoppolo, the San Francisco 49ers, number 10. 6'2", 225 pounds out of eastern Illinois. And, and, and in my opinion, should have stayed there in eastern Illinois. 7 for 17. seven, And he lasted one half, people. Let me remind you, he lasted one half and threw back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back interceptions in the last minute in something. Three sacks. Two INTs. Listen to this. Like when I kept like Cat Williams said, wait for it, wait for it. QBR of what, Frankie? 1.4. Say it again. QBR what, Frankie? 1.4. No comprende, Mayate. What is it? QBR. 1.4. 1.4. Overall, wait for it, wait for it, 15.7. Overall, reigning quarterback, number 10, Jimmy Garoppolo of the San Francisco 49ers, 15.7. And got yanked at halftime for C.J. Beathard. Oh. It was a horrible game. It's, it just started off bad, all right? Let's take you to the interceptions. One minute, 41 seconds left in the second quarter. In the shotgun. 
Jimmy G, pass intended for Jarek McKinnon, intercepted by McCain at Miami 44-yard line. Then we got the ball back. They scored, or whatever they did. 14 seconds left in the second quarter. The other interception came with 1 minute and 41. Jimmy said, wait a minute, wait, wait! Shanahan! Shanahan! Wait! I'm going to do it again. No! Jimmy, no! 14 seconds left in the shotgun. Jimmy G passed deep right intended for Debo Samuels. Intercepted by Howard at the SF48. Oh, my God. The defenders, it, Jimmy had, I think he had like a, what they had, a, a helmet cell phone. He, he, he called Howard. He called the defense. He's. He like he blinked or flinched. He made, he scrunched his forehead and it dialed the defender. And, and he said, "Hey, you know we throwing it to Debo, right? You know I'm throwing it. I'm giving away free money. That's my name, Free Money Garoppolo. You need welfare? Hell yeah, I need welfare. Hell yeah, you got the EDD cards? Yeah. Here go one more. Oh, he got the cards and he cashed out. Jimmy G's giving free money all over the place." Jimmy G's giving free money. My 49ers team, what happened to the Bang Bang Niner gang? That's what I want to know. Where's all the enthusiasm on social media, on the internet? Where's all my 49er fans now? Where the hell are you fake fans now? You see, I'm a diehard 49er fan. I keep it real, even when we're losing. I've been a fan even when we sucked with Alex Smith. And that's another thing. We're going to talk about him later. He made a comeback. But damn, we look like the old 49ers. And you know what? You know what the old 49ers used to look like? Good linebacking play. Always good stopping the run. Bad, horrible quarterback play. No receivers. And a shitty secondary that loses them the game every time. People used to... They used to look at us and, and say, 49ers, yeah, they got good linebackers. Yeah, they can stop the run. They're good at stopping the run, but you don't need we, – we can't run on them. We just pass. That's how you beat the 49ers, just pass all day. They can't stop it. No huddle sometimes. They can't stop it. Run with your quarterback. They can't stop it. I know we had injuries. I know we had injuries. I know. Everybody wants to give the excuses. Sherman's out. Kawan Williams got hurt. Kawan, he's out. Mosley was out. Everybody's out. Bosa's hurt for the year. D Ford is always hurt. And then, oh, for, for what? Oh, oh, our surprise, he's hurt again. He's not available. Other guys are hurt. They want to give the excuses. No, the problem is. Jimmy is declining. He's underperforming. You guys paid him too much money. You didn't see the signs early. I saw the signs. And you, and you and you put all your eggs in his basket. I saw the signs. The first sign I saw was I think it was a Detroit game. It was like it was like was it the beginning of last year? It was even the year before that. Even when the games he pulled away and won some games and and it was before that. But the game that stuck out, I think it was a Detroit game. It was the game we were winning. We were blowing them out. And for some reason, they start coming back. He start make some, make, making mistakes after mistakes, turnover, 
after turnover. And, and I said, I've seen this before in history. I've seen this before in life. And for some reason, I think this is who he is. But everybody, you know, we start building a better team. And all of a sudden, 2019, we shock the world and start dominating and bullying the whole NFL. The defense covered up so many weaknesses of Garoppolo. And Shanahan covered up so many weaknesses by not, not allowing him to hurt himself by calling so many run plays. So when he plays a playoff game in the Minnesota and he only throws like seven or eight or nine passes, there's a reason for that. There's, I'll be goddamn if Tom Brady throws seven passes in a playoff game. He's not a scrub. That lets you know that you got a scrub as a quarterback. And we all thought Jimmy was a superstar. And then we kind of was like, oh, it's too early. We just woke up. Okay, let's look at him again. What does he look like? Rub your eyes a little bit. Okay, he looks like a star. Now, wait a minute. You're still sleepy. You got sleep in your eyes. I see the mucus. Pull that back. You know, get a towel. Wipe that. What does he look like? Oh, he looks like a good good quarterback. Good quarterback. Okay, drink some coffee. Drink some Pete's. That's some strong shit right there. Drink Pete's. Drink Martin Bros. Nigga, I wouldn't say coffee. All right, drink some of that. Now, 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 look at him again. God damn, he's bad. That's Jimmy Garoppolo. You didn't see him because he's so nice. He smiles. They say he's good looking. Kiddos always says he's good looking. Wears t-shirts of him with underwear. Sooner, sooner or later, are you going to show up with chocolates, roses, and a Magnum condoms? What are you going to do? All right? Because you don't see what I'm seeing. He's bad for your life. And if you don't believe me, look at your latest injury. If it wasn't for his throw, you wouldn't be hurt. He got you hurt. Your boyfriend. Your BFF. He got you hurt and he lost you the goddamn Super Bowl. Had both over there crying. Never felt so bad for a clan member in my life. And you got him hurt. We, we didn't dominate like we needed to. And Bosa got hurt. That's the stuff I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, people. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go over. Let's go. Let's go over the um, 49ers offense. Punt. Turnover on downs. Punt. TD. Punt. INT, INT, TD, field goal, turnover on downs, and of course, fumble. They had all of the above. It was like a gumbo of bad play. Let's go to Miami's offense. They they looked like they were they were the running rebels of, of football that day. They were just putting up so many points. Greatest show on grass. Miami offense, TD, TD. Punt, TD, field goal, field goal, field goal. They actually punted again. TD, field goal. 49ers defense. I like the defensive line. We do have injuries. We The secondary is compromised. Yes, I, I giveth all of that. Giveth all of that. We still should have won the game. Miami shouldn't have won. We definitely have problems in the Bay. And even when we get everybody back, 
if you don't have good quarterback in play, this is what I'm trying to preach to the Real McCoy babies. If you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a winning team. All right? And you definitely don't have a championship winning team. If you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a pitcher, you don't have a superstar in basketball, you don't have a winning team. I don't know. The way it's looking, no playoffs this year for the 49ers. I was going to say, yeah, they could squeak by. Nothing that has indicated the way the way they've been playing, nothing has indicated we're going to the playoffs. The offensive line looks shitty. I don't and I don't know why. Is it the play call? I can't even tell because every play McGlinchey is getting pushed back. Trent Williams gets beat every five plays he gets beat. Uh, not beat, but it's, they, they just seem to make a play. There's no accountability, no leadership. Everybody just seems to be going through the motions. You know what everybody's starting to look You know who they're starting to look like? Nick Mullins. The San Francisco 49ers are starting to take the shape of Nick Mullins playing against the Eagles. What, with, that, with that absent stare on them. And just going through the motions. That's what the 49ers look like. And they're done for 2020. And I'm done with them right now. I'm done with them right now. All right. Let's go to Monday night, October 12th, 2020. New Orleans Saints win field goal in overtime. 30-27 to against the Los Angeles Chargers. Drew Brees, 6 feet, 209 pounds out of Purdue. Season, 1,331 yards, 12th in the NFL, 9 TDs, tied for 9th, 3 interceptions, tied for 10th, QBR of 77.2, 8th in the NFL. He went 33 for 47, 325 yards, 1 TD, 1 interception. Number 41, running back Alvin Kamara, 25 years old, 5'10", 215 pounds out of Tennessee, 11 carries, 45 yards. Number 17, wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders, uh, 5'11", 180 pounds out of SMU, 12 receptions, 122 yards. And that was the New Orleans Saints. And for the L.A. Chargers, number 10 quarterback, Justin Herbert, 6'6", 236 yards, 22 years old out of Oregon, 20 for 34, 264 yards, 4 TDs. Wide receiver, number 81, Mike Williams, 6'4", 218 pounds out of Clemson. Six, had a 64-yard pass, TD pass, uh, touchdown. From Justin Herbert Hoovercraft. All right, or Herbert Hoover. All right, he had a very good game. Shout out to the to the young QB. New blood. Justin Herbert looked good. All right. He looks like a very capable quarterback. And I give him his props for, for the NFL week five on the Real McCoy Sports Podcast. All right. Of course, Aaron Rodgers took care of business. Now we are um, going to speak upon Alex Smith was thrust into the game against the Washington Redskins. All right. Everybody knows my history with Alex Smith. I do not like him as a player, as a player. He's a good guy. I don't like him as a player. He wasted a lot of years in San Francisco as a fan, but he pulled through a horrible injury where he lost most of his leg and he's out there 
kind of with a prosthetic, I, I believe. I'm not sh so sure, but I've seen his leg look like most of it was gone. And I don't know. I don't know how he's out there, but he was out there against Aaron Donald and his family's cheering when he was first out there. And then he starts taking sacks left and right. And I was like, whoa, Nelly! Whoa, Nelly! Whoa, Nelly! Wait a minute! I didn't like the guy, but damn, I didn't say answer my prayers right away. I seen one sack to where Aaron Donald just jumped on his back like he was giving him a piggyback ride. I was like, he barely got one leg. Go down, Alex. Go down. Down goes Smith. Down goes Smith. Oh, felt bad for the young fella. Oh, that lad was going through it. Oh, that lad was going through it. Oh, that whole that whole series, couple series he was in. It, oh, he was getting pressured. He was getting hit. He was taking hits. I don't know. Washington is a mess. I feel bad for Ron Rivera's battling cancer and and whatnot. He made some questionable decisions benching the 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 young man Haskins, Dwayne Haskins. I don't know what he did. Yeah, was he playing bad? Yeah, sure he was playing bad, but. You know, he's, he's new to the system. Give him time. He wasn't playing that bad. I've no, I know quarterbacks who are playing a lot worse than Haskins. If you're asking. Haskins, if you're asking. Jimmy's been playing a lot worse. Garoppolo. Nick Mullins is playing a lot worse. Bethard will be playing a lot worse. You just don't know him like I know him. He's bad. Now. Kudos. Congrats to Alex Smith for pulling through, being strong. I hope you don't continue. Stop playing. What are you playing for? You have money, honey. Some people, you know, they do it for the love. And Alex Smith, he he was a gamer. I can't, you know, I tell no lies. The Real McCoy Sports Podcast, he was a gamer. Towards the end of his career, towards the late, latter parts, he's, you know, he, he, he was a very tough, showed hard player. But he's always had limited capabilities. That's why he's called Checkdown Smith. And that's why I call Tyrod Taylor the Black Alex Smith. They only throw short passes. As soon as you force them to throw it deep, they're ineffective. And absolute, absolute use. Do not use them. Now, the Cowboys suffered. They won the game. But they, Dak Prescott, he wasn't horse collar, but he was tackled, pulled down. And then his ankle snapped, and oh, it was an ugly sight, man. It was an ugly sight. Tears rolling down his eyes. He's on the stretcher. Well, actually, not a stretcher. He's getting carted away. Everybody's running up. To, he's sitting up. He's awake, he's awake, but he's crying because he knows, man, it's a major setback. So everybody's slapping fives, giving them, telling them, you know, get well, sorry, you know. He's had a successful surgery. They said he, you know, successful surgery, but he's going to be out probably the rest of the year. He's going to be out, and that's bad. And that's why I say, get your money. Stop let stop letting the man try to play you out of that paper. Don't let the man. Play you out of that paper. They not your partner. Get the paper, partner. Now they jerked Dak Prescott around. 
the whole time he's been in Dallas, and now they finally got what they wanted. He's hurt now. Now they got more justification for not paying him. That's why you don't play around. This is business. These people don't love you. They, they don't care about you. Oh, they smile in your face. Get your money. Force them to do the right thing and pay you when you can. Don't go out there and risk injury. All right? Now, Dak, Dak Prescott had to go through that. Breaking news. The Rimacoy Sports Podcast on the DPN. Dream Podcast Network has just found out from ESPN. Running back. Le'Veon Bell's been released from the New York Jets. He's been released. Yeah, he's been wanting to get out of there. That mess, that hot mess, that hot garbage over there in New York. Now, he's finally free. 49ers, I think you should get him. Now, if anybody needs a running back, Le'Veon Bell's available. And uh, was there any other news? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know there was going to be news. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons fire Dan Quinn. He's out of there. Yeah, he been he been done. He they been with Quinn. They been and now the owners talking about hey, Matty Ice. Hey, we have to see with him. You know what have to see mean? <laughs> you out of there as soon as they can figure out how they gonna get you out of there. Yeah, we yeah Matt Ryan. We have to see. <laughs> we have to see what the deals look like. We trying to get you to help out of here. I've been told you. I've been told you. Maddie with a D's and not with T's. He's overrated. And of course, the Falcons lose again. Because they suck. They're sorry. Alright, that's that's about that's about all the news. That's about everything. NFL Week 5, 2020, Corona season. Alright, the end of the road for my 49ers. But that's all right. I appreciate you. You know. And thank you for tuning in to the Real McCoy Sports Podcast on the DPN Dream Podcast Network. And, of course, I'm your host. Forever and ever, 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 ever doing the most. Franklin J. McCoy III. But you can call me Frankie. Cookies. Check. Drink. Check. Gas. All gas. And no brakes. That's a big check. And you know what comes next. Hello, NFL world! And hello, NFL lovers! You are now tuning in to the Real McCoy Sports Podcast on the DPN, Dream Podcast Network. And I'm your host, always, and forever will be doing the most, Franklin J. McCoy III. But you can call me Frankie! And here we are, NFL Week 5, 2020 Corona season. The end of the road. That's what I'm titling this. Although we've come to the end of the road for my San Francisco 49ers, we were in the Super Bowl. It wasn't that long ago. Now Jimmy's tripping, throwing two INTs. 
oh, my 49ers are in trouble. Everything's going wrong. Corona season. This is a bad season. Dak hurt. Oh, my God. His foot was turned sideways. He hurt his ankle. NFL Week 5. What is going on? What's going on? Marvin Gaye, tell us something. What's going on? NFL Week 5. But before we start picking apart games, the Real McCoy Sports Podcast on the DPN Dream Podcast Network scoreboard, NFL Week 5, Thursday, October 8, 2020. The Bears beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Chicago 20-19, pulled out a one-pointer. Fourth quarter, time forgot it was four-fourth down. Sunday games, October 11, 2020. Carolina Panthers win 23-16 in Atlanta against the Falcons. The Raiders pull out a big game. Big, 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 big game Sunday night. Raiders 40, Kansas City Chiefs 32. Arizona Cardinals win big, 30-10 against the New York Jets. And the Philadelphia Eagles suffering defeat to the Pittsburgh Steelers 38-29. And the Los Angeles Rams easily handled the Washington no-names, 30-10. to And the Cincinnati Bengals lose. Obvious game against the Baltimore Ravens, 27-3 in Baltimore. And the Jacksonville Jaguars lose against the first-time winners this season, Houston Texans, under new coach Romeo Cremel, 30-14 in Houston. And the Miami Dolphins beat down, stomp out for all this victory against my San Francisco 49ers. Miami Dolphins 43, San Francisco 17. God damn. Indianapolis Colts lose against the Cleveland Browns 23-32 in Cleveland. That's right, 32-23. The Browns win that. The Cowboys lose Dak in a serious injury in in, uh, Jerry's world. 37-34. They win, but they lose their guy, Dak Prescott. And I'm sorry if, oh, I said the Raiders. um, The Raiders-Kansas City Chiefs game was Sunday night. No, actually... The Minnesota Vikings and the Seattle Seahawks was Sunday night. Russell Wilson squeaked squeaked by with the uh, late game surgeons, uh, 27-26 and a nail-biter. And for Monday night, we had New Orleans playing the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, and they went in overtime with the field goal, 30-27. And Tuesday night, a rescheduled game for the Buffalo Bills against the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans handled the Buffalo Bills convincingly, 42 to 16 in Tennessee. In Tennessee, as young Buck would say. Now, what are we going to go through first? What are we going to do? Let's let's do a Thursday game, Thursday, October 8, 2020. Tampa Bay versus the Chicago Bears. 20 to 19, the Bears win. And uh I'm going to go through Tom Brady's stats. Number 12, QB, quarterback, Tom Brady for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 43-year-old out of Michigan, 6'4", 225 pounds. He went 25 for 41, 
253 yards and one touchdown. And for the season, he has 1,375 yards, which is ninth in the NFL, 12 TDs, which is tied for fourth, four interceptions, which is tied for 22nd, QBR of 60.5, 60.5, which is 21st in the NFL. And for Tampa Bay, running back number 27, Ronald Jones II, 5'11", 208 pounds out of USC with 17 carries, 106 yards. Pretty good game. Not great. Number 18, Tyler Johnson, wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 6'1", 206 pounds out of Minnesota, four receptions and 61 yards. And that was Tampa Bay's offense. Let's go to the Bears, Chicago Bears. Number nine, quarterback Nick Foles, Nick Foles, 6'6", 253 pounds out of Arizona, went 30 for 42, 243 yards, one TD, one interception. And for the season, his stats were 680 yards, which is 30th in the league, five TDs, tied for 25th. Three interceptions tied for 11th QBR, 44.8, which is 29th in the NFL. And for the Chicago Bears running back, number 32, David Montgomery, 5'11", 222 pounds out of Iowa State. 10 carries, 29 yards, 1 TD. Wide receiver for the Chicago Bears, number 12, Allen Robinson, 6'2", 216 pounds out of Penn State, went with 10 receptions and 90 yards in the game. Let's go to the scoring summary between the Tampa Bay Bucks and the Chicago Bears. First quarter went 9 minutes and 48 seconds. Ryan Suckup, kicker for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 39-yard field goal, which put Tampa Bay up 3-0. And with 56 seconds left in the first quarter, Mike Evans with a 2-yard pass from Tom Brady, which put Tampa Bay up 10-0 at that point. Second quarter was 7 minutes and 3 seconds. Ryan suck up with a 35-yard field goal, which put Tampa Bay up 13-0. And with 1 minute 48 seconds, David Montgomery with a 3-yard TD run for Chicago, which pulled them within 6, 13-7 at that point. And with 36 seconds left in, in the half, Jimmy Graham with a 12-yard TD pass from Nick Foles. Cairo Santos, extra point, good. Chicago took the lead 14-13 at halftime. So in the second half, nine minutes, four, four seconds in the third quarter, Tampa Bay's Ryan Suckup with a 46-yard field goal, which put Tampa Bay up 16-14 at that, at that moment. And in the fourth quarter, with 10 minutes, 34 seconds, Bears, Cairo Santos with a 47-yard field goal, which put Chicago up 1.17-16. But with 4 minutes and 49 seconds, Ryan Suckup, 25-yard field goal, put Tampa Bay back up 19-17. And with 1 minute, 13 seconds, the Bears' Cairo Santos took the lead again with a 38-yard field goal, 20-19. And 20-19, correct. And at that point, Tampa Bay got the ball back. For a last drive, Tom Cup, you know, incomplete here, incomplete there. Last play, incomplete. He thought it was he thought it was third down. It was fourth down. And at that moment, I told myself, I told myself, I said, Tom Brady looks old, and he looks he looks old and elderly. Those are two different. Old just means you got a couple gray hairs. You're getting old, player. You're old. You make a little sound every time you, you get up. When you bend over and you, and you try to get back, stand straight back up, you make that little, Ugh! 
all, all you old motherfuckers do that. Okay, now, or most of you, out of shape motherfuckers. Okay, now, back. Tom Brady looks old, elderly, and confused. He looked a little confused. His body looks more fragile by the week. He's shriveling up in my before my eyes. Is Tom Brady too old? That's the question. That's what I meant to say. Is he is 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 he too old? Now his skill set, he's not done. He's still serviceable. Tampa Bay's good team. They're not you're not going to Super Bowl with that team. They're good. They got some pieces. The the, def, the defense shocking me. But But I don't know. I don't know. He would have been better serviced playing for my 49ers, and I have a hidden agenda behind that. There's a reason I'm talking this way. But they lose a game they should have won. I watched that game, the game they should have won. They lost the game they should have won. Nick Foles, yeah, he pulled it out. But Tampa Bay, that was that was their game. That was a game they let slip away. Uh, Tampa Bay's better than Chicago, even though Chicago's defense played really hard, played really good. Tampa Bay's a better team than Chicago. That's what. That's the takeaway I got from watching that game. Um, the Bears have been been surprisingly shocking. Okay, but overall, Tampa Bay's a better team. They just didn't play up to their capabilities for that game. Let's move on to another game that that I once again I always cover a lot of games that I lose money on and this is another one. Las Vegas Raiders versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm from San Francisco. I'm a 49er fan and one thing I know about the Raiders is you win a lot of money betting against them because they lose. That's the history behind them. They're actually changing things this year. They choose this year to change things. But spread was around 10. No, it was around 12, 13. Start dropping down to 12, 11, 10. I should have read this. I should have seen the signs that when the spreads start dropping in your favor, that's a sign. We all know nothing in this life is free. Nobody's going to give you anything. So when they start giving you stuff, don't take it. It's almost like prison. You're just getting there. Somebody offers you 10 Twinkies, Rice Krispie Treats, 8 Mars of soap, a comb, toothbrushes, toothpaste, top ramen, and says, you know, I'm just being nice. I just want you to be my friend. No, he wants you to give him massages, clip his toenails, wash his drawers, and a couple other things that's strange for no change. All right? That's what he wants you to do. When they start taking points away on the spread, there's something fishy. Abort. Abort mission. It's like it's like an undercover mission. Abort. 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 Switch the bet. Switch the bet. Like if you're on the computer. Watching what you're not supposed to be watching. And somebody comes in. Escape. Escape. Control, alt, delete. Control, alt, delete. Is it off power? Pull the plug. Pull it. She's almost in the room. Pull the plug. Now, 
The Raiders not only cover the spread, they won outright underdog. 10 point, 12 point, whatever the point, they were they were, they were underdog. Chiefs were favored. Chiefs looked like they were going to handle the game early on. It, it looked easy. But the sneaky Vegas Raiders They snuck around, messed around, and won. All right, let, let's give them their props. I'm covering them because they're actually doing something. They're winners. So let, let's let's go over the stats. Let's go over the stat. The winner stats first. Uh, it's usually Patty Mahomes. Usually my homeboy, my homie. All right, second to none. All right, the last stand man, but now it's number four, Derek Carr, 29 years old out of Fresno State, 6'3", 210 pounds, 22 up for 31, 347 yards, three TDs, one INT. Season, uh, for the season stats, 1,442 yards, which is seventh in the NFL, 11 TDs, which makes him sixth in the NFL, one INT, which uh, he's tied for second in the NFL, and an overall QBR rating of 81.7, which is fifth in the NFL. And running back number 28 for the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, Josh Jacobs, 5'10", 220 pounds out of Alabama. Alabama. 23 carries, 77 yards, 2 TDs. Good day. Not on the yards, but 2 TDs. But for the season, 106 attempts, which he's first in the NFL. 377 yards, second in the NFL. 5 TDs, tied for second in the NFL. 3.6 average, 43rd in the NFL. Wide receiver number 11, Henry Ruggs second. Six feet, 190 pounds, out of Alabama. Two receptions, 118 yards, and one TD. And that's for the Las Vegas Raiders. And it's for the Kansas City Chiefs. Quarterback number 15, Patrick Mahomes. My homeboy, my homie. Second to none. First and done. You heard it first at the McCoy Sports Podcast, DPN Dream Podcast Network. You heard it first. I said, uh, what did I say? I'm already forgetting. I'm off these cookies. All right? I said, second to none, first and done. First time he went to the Super Bowl, done it. Did it. Got the ring against my 49ers. Who is he second to? Nobody. He's my homeboy. My homie. He's the best quarterback in the National Football League. Who's naturally better? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the best thing smoking. But I keep it real. It's the Real McCoy Sports Podcast on the DPN Dream Podcast Network. We tell no lies. I have no biases. If it's a tie, it goes to the runner, 49ers. But it's not a tie. All right? Patrick Mahomes is the best thing smoking in the NFL. All right? Second to none, first and done. Second to nobody, first time in the Super Bowl, done that. Been there, done that, pimping. Now, let's move on. Let's get to his numbers. 6'3", 230 pounds out of Texas Tech. 22 for 43, 340 yards, two TDs, one INT on the season, 1,474 yards, which he's third in the NFL. 13 TDs, tied for second in the NFL one interception, tied for second in the NFL. 86.3, third in the NFL, QBR. 
Running back, number 25, Fresh Prince of Clyde Edwards-Alaire. 21 years old, 5'8", 209 pounds out of LSU, with 10 carries and 40 yards. Tight end, number 87, Travis Kelsey, 6'5", 260 pounds out of Cincinnati, out of the natty. Eight receptions, 108 yards, and one TD. Now the Raider Chiefs scoring summary. The first half, Raiders scored three, Chiefs seven. Second quarter, 21-17 Raiders. Third quarter, 0-0. Fourth quarter, 16 16 Raiders, Chiefs 8. First quarter breakdown, 6 minutes, 45 seconds. Daniel Carlson with the 38-yard field goal, which put Las Vegas up 3-0. But with 2 minutes and 6 seconds in the first quarter, Patty Mahomes, 3-yard TD run. Harrison Butler, extra point good, which put KC up 7-3. Second quarter, 14 minutes, 29 seconds, Chiefs TD 10-yard TD run from Tyreek Hill, which put KC up 14-3. 11 minutes, 48 seconds, Raiders Nelson Aguilar with a 59-yard TD pass from Derek Carr, which cut the deficit to 4, 14-10 KC. But with 9 minutes and 4 seconds, Kansas City's Sammy Watkins with an 8-yard TD pass from Patrick Mahomes, which put KC up 21-10. But with 6 minutes and 24 seconds, Raiders' Darren Waller, 5-yard TD pass from Derek Carr, which cut the deficit once again to the 4, which made it 21-17 KC. But with 2 minutes and 39 seconds in the second quarter, Raiders' Henry Ruggs the third with a 72-yard TD pass from Derek Carr, which put Raiders up 24-21. But you know. With 28 seconds, the Chiefs march right down in Kansas City. Harrison Butler, 32-yard field goal, tied it at halftime. And the third quarter was a drought. Nobody scored. Nobody did nothing. Until we got to the third, fourth quarter, 14 minutes, 14 seconds. Raiders, uh, Josh Jacobs with a 7-yard TD run. Da- Daniel, Daniel Carlson, PAT, no good. Which put it to 30-24. to Las Vegas Raiders. And Daniel Carlson better be lucky. They didn't lose by one point. Because you missed the extra point. That's what I'm talking about. If anybody, for all those who are new listeners to the Real McCoy Sports Podcast on the DPN Dream Podcast Network, in prior seasons, prior episodes, I talk about there's no reason kickers should be missing extra point. There's no reason. And if they do, they should line them up and everybody on the team gets to take a punch at them or slap at them. First offense, slap. Second offense, punch. Third offense, they just rat pack you and run you out the unit. Run you out the yard, run you off the team. You're done. Third time, he gets stomped out. He shouldn't even be able to get up. All right, You shouldn't be missing extra points unless they get blocked. Unless the defense ran right through. Now, 6 minutes, 34 seconds in the fourth, Raiders' Daniel Carlson actually made a 43-yard field goal, 33-24. to And that's the type of stuff I'm talking about. Matter of fact, better yet, excuse my English and not French because I'm not French. That's the kind of mierda, caca, shit that I'm talking about. Poo-poo, doo-doo. He he juju, okay? That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. You can miss an extra point, which is right there, but if we go 43-yard field goal, you made that. That's the kind of stuff you walk up to them and just 
Just you gotta give them one. You got and you gotta give them a good shot. You gotta you gotta step into it with your back foot, follow through to where your tricep muscles will show. You gotta flex your tricep muscle, extend that arm, that punch, extend it. That's the kind of punch he needs for missing that. Okay, five minutes, 26 seconds, Raiders Josh Jacobs with a two-yard TD run, which put Vegas up 40-24. to 24. And with three minutes, 57 seconds, KC Travis Kelsey, seven-yard TD pass from Patrick Mahomes, two-point conversion good, cut the deficit to eight, Raiders 40, KC 32. And that was all, folks. They ran out of time. And KC cost me a lot of goddamn money. Now, what this shows is... The Raiders are for real. The Raiders are the real deal. That that's that's what that shows. That shows the Raiders got a lot better. You know, I gave I gave Gruden flack. You know, I gave him a hard time. Wrote him for some of the dumb decisions he's made in the past. A la getting rid of Khalil Mack. Stup- very stupid decision. You've been looking for defenders to replace him ever since. Or you've been trying to make up for the loss in other ways. You can't make up for it. But what I will say, all those draft picks I think you acquired, you did put them to good use. You did do the right thing. It it actually looks like you had a method to your madness because it was madness, the moves you were making. You got rid of Mari Cooper. Now, let's get into that. Let's dissect that. For all of y'all, all of y'all is a black term. In the inner city, which converges you all in y- y'all. It's just a fast way of saying you all. Y'all. Now, y'all might think that getting rid of Amari Cooper was the dumb decision, too. I thought just the Khalil Mack one. Just the Khalil Mack. Amari Cooper showed his true colors to me. Just as Cam did in the Super Bowl by not diving on the the fumble in the Super Bowl against the Denver Broncos. But but we're not talking about Cam. Alright? And what Omari showed me, and was that against let me correct myself, was that against the Patriots? Was that against Gilmore or one of the good cornerbacks? He took himself out. That was last year. He took himself out the game because he was having a rough day. The cornerback was all over him. Wouldn't let him breathe. Locking him down. If this was basketball, he'd be locking him down like Gary Payton, the glove. And, and he took himself out. He subbed himself out. That right there, I. What, what would Mike Singletary say? Can't play with him? Can't coach him? Can't do it? That's what I would. Oh, my God, if I was his teammate. Oh, we would be fighting. We would be fighting. Well, first, I got to, first, we got to talk. We got to talk. I got to come see you. You got to explain. You're taking, you're one of our best players, high paid player. You're taking yourself out? Explain yourself. Now, depending on the response, we would be fighting. Because you say the wrong thing, it's no explanation for that. You're you're the top guy. You got to lead by example. Show heart. That was softness right there. And I I can't trust a player like that. I wouldn't want a player like that around my team. 
infectious disease culture that, that you're permeating through the air, like corona, that virus going viral. You don't need that. So that was smart getting rid of him, but Khalil Mack decision was stupid. Raiders, you guys are trending upward. I like I like the direction you guys are headed. You guys are definitely got an upward trajectory. And Chiefs, I don't know what to say about that. They didn't get exposed. They could have won the game. It's, they just had a bad game. That defense needs to get a little better, but they still like look like the best team in the NFL. And that's my opinion. I didn't want to get into this. Oh, I'm going to oh, need a hit of these cookies before I start on this 49ers, man. Bear with me. The Real McCoy Sports Podcast on the DPN Dream Podcast Network appreciates you, the listener, all the fans, all the Real McCoy fans, sports podcast fans out there. Appreciate you taking the time to listen to this comedic relief. This is all casual talk, my opinions. Please do not, anybody, even the players, do not take this personal. This is just, this is just me talking spit, my opinions. This, this is my opinions. I have no ill will towards anybody. This is just my analysis and breakdown as I see it as a sports analyst, as a person analyzing sports. Do not take it personal. It's just for fun, just comedy. All right. But I but 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 the information is for real. It's for real. All right, listen to this. My 49ers took a beat down. All right, we lost a million to a little bit. And I don't think we need to go over the scores. We we lost a lot to a little bit. And it's it 43 to 17. God damn. I don't know what to say. I don't know. We have Yes, we have injuries. Yes, we have injuries. And you know what we also have? We also have Jimmy Garoppolo. That's another reason. We have injuries and we have Garoppolo. It's just two horrible things going on in the organization of the San Francisco 49ers. Let's go over the stats. And then after that, I'll explain to you why I really, 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 really do not like Jimmy Garoppolo right now. I don't like C.J. Beathard. Nick Mullins, do not even look my way right now. You you shouldn't even be on the team right now. You should be at home right now. You know, Khalees had a song. I hate you so much right now. Which one? Jimmy Beathard or Mullins? I don't know right now. I think it's Jimmy. Ah! Sunday, you got your butt whipped by the Harvard graduate with the big beard. And I told you, just throw it. He's open. He's out there. But no, Jimmy, I hate you so much right now. Ah! QB number 14, Ryan Fitzpatrick, 6'2", 228 pounds, 37 years old, out of Harvard, 22 for 28, 350 yards, three TVs, and he looked like the second coming of Joe Montana against my weak ass, 40 ass, 49ers. 
for the season, 1,344 yards, 11th in the NFL, 17 seven TDs, tied for 18th, five interceptions, tied for 27, five interceptions, and we lost to him, tied for 27th, 83.2 quarterback rating, which is fourth in the NFL, pretty damn good. Overall rating, 154.5. Let's go to Jimmy Garoppolo, the San Francisco 49ers, number 10. 6'2", 225 pounds out of eastern Illinois, and, and and in my opinion, should have stayed there in eastern Illinois. 7 for 17. Seven, and he lasted one half, people. Let me remind you, he lasted one half and threw back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back interceptions in the last minute and something. Three sacks, two INTs. Listen to this. Like well, I cap like Cap Williams said, wait for it, wait for it. QBR of what, Frankie? 1.4. Say it again. QBR what, Frankie? 1.4. No comprende, Mayate. What is it? QBR. 1.4. 1.4. Overall, wait for it, wait for it, 15.7. Overall, reigning quarterback, number 10, Jimmy Garoppolo of the San Francisco 49ers, 15.7. And got yanked at halftime for C.J. Beathard. Oh. It was a horrible game. It's, it just started off bad, all right? Let's take you to the interceptions. One minute, 41 seconds left in the second quarter. In the shotgun. Jimmy G, pass intended for Jarek McKinnon, intercepted by McCain at Miami 44-yard line. Then we got the ball back. They scored, or whatever they did. 14 seconds left. In the second quarter. The other interception came with one minute and 41. Jimmy said, no, no, wait a minute, wait, wait! Shanahan! Shanahan! Wait! I'm gonna do it again. No! Jimmy, no! 14 seconds left in the shotgun. Jimmy G passed deep right, intended for Debo Samuels, intercepted by Howard at the SF 48. Oh my God. The defenders, it, Jimmy had, I think he had like a, what they had, a, a helmet cell phone. He, he he called Howard. He called the defense. He's, he like, he blinked or flinched. It, he, made, he scrunched his forehead and it dialed the defender. And, and he said, hey, you know we're throwing it to Debo, right? You know I'm throwing it. I'm giving away free money. That's my name. Free money Garoppolo. You need welfare? Hell yeah, I need welfare. Hell yeah. You got them EDD cards? Yeah. Here go one more. Oh, he got the cards, and he cashed out. Jimmy G's giving free money all over the place. Jimmy G's giving free money. My 49ers team, what happened to the Bang Bang Niner gang? That's what I want to know. Where's all the enthusiasm on social media, on the internet? Where's all my 49er fans now? Where the hell are you fake fans now? You see, I'm a diehard 49er fan. I keep it real, even when we're losing. I've been a fan even when we sucked with Alex Smith. 
And that's another thing. We're going to talk about him later. He made a comeback. But damn, we look like the old 49ers. And you know what? You know what the old 49ers used to look like? Good linebacking play. Always good stopping the run. Bad, horrible quarterback play. No receivers. And a shitty secondary that loses them the game every time. People used to, they used to look at us and, and say, 49ers, yeah, they got good linebackers. Yeah, they can stop the run. They're good at stopping the run, but you don't need, we, we can't run on them. We just pass. That's how you beat the 49ers, just pass all day. They can't stop it. No huddle sometimes. They can't stop it. Run with your quarterback. They can't stop it. I know we had injuries. I know we had injuries. I know. Everybody wants to give the excuses. Sherman's out. Kawan Williams got hurt. Kawan, he's out. Mosley was out. Everybody's out. Bosa's hurt for the year. D Ford is always hurt. And then, oh, for, for what? Oh, oh, our surprise, he's hurt again. He's not available. Other guys are hurt. They want to give the excuses. No, the problem is Jimmy is declining. He's underperforming. You guys paid him too much money. You didn't see the signs early. I saw the signs. And you, and you, and you put all your eggs in his basket. I saw the signs. The first sign I saw was, I think it was a Detroit game. It was like... It was like, was it the beginning of last year? It was even the year before that. Even when the games he pulled away and won some games. And and it was before that. But the game that stuck out, I think it was a Detroit game. It was the game we were winning. We were blowing them out. And for some reason, they start coming back. He start make some, make, making mistakes after mistakes. Turnover after turnover. And, and I said... I've seen this before in history. I've seen this before in life. And for some reason, I think this is who he is. But everybody, you know, we start building a better team. And all of a sudden, 2019, we shock the world and start dominating and bullying the whole NFL. The defense covered up so many weaknesses of Garoppolo. And Shanahan covered up so many weaknesses by not, not allowing him to hurt itself by calling so many run plays. So when he plays a playoff game in the Minnesota and he only throws like seven or eight or nine passes, there's a reason for that. There's, I'll be goddamn if Tom Brady throws seven passes in a playoff game. He's not a scrub. That lets you know that you got a scrub as a quarterback. And we all thought Jimmy was a superstar. And then we kind of was like, oh, it's too early. We just woke up. Okay, let's look at him again. What does he look like? Rub your eyes a little bit. Okay, he looks like a star. Now, wait a minute. You're still sleepy. You got sleep in your eyes. I see the mucus. Pull that back. You know, get a towel. Wipe that. What does he look like? Oh, he looks like a good, good quarterback. Good quarterback. Okay, drink some coffee. Drink some Pete's. That's some strong shit right there. Drink Pete's. Drink Martin Bros. Nigga, I wouldn't say coffee. All right, drink some of that. Now, 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 look at him again. God damn, he's bad. That's Jimmy Garoppolo. You didn't see him because he's so nice. He smiles. They say he's good looking. Kiddos always says he's good looking. Wears t-shirts of him with underwear. 
Sooner, sooner or later, are you going to show up with chocolates, roses, and a Magnum condoms? What are you going to do? All right? Because you don't see what I'm seeing. He's bad for your life. And if you don't believe me, look at your latest injury. If it wasn't for his throw, you wouldn't be hurt. He got you hurt. Your boyfriend. Your BFF. He got you hurt and he lost you the goddamn Super Bowl. Had Bosa over there crying. Never felt so bad for a clan member in my life. And you got him hurt. We, we didn't dominate like we needed to. And Bosa got hurt. That's the stuff I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, people. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go over. Let's let's go over the um, 49ers offense. Punt, turnover on downs. Punt, TD. Punt, INT. INT. TD. Field goal. Turnover on downs, and of course, fumble. They had all of the above. It was like a gumbo of bad play. Let's go to Miami's offense. They they look like they were. They were the running rebels of, of football that day. They were just putting up so many points. Greatest show on grass. Miami offense, TD, TD, punt, TD, field goal, field goal, field goal. They actually punted again. TD, field goal. 49ers defense. I like the defensive line. We do have injuries. We, the secondary is compromised. Yes, I, I giveth all of that. Giveth all of that. We still should have won the game. Miami shouldn't have won. We definitely have problems in the Bay. And even when we get everybody back, if you don't have good quarterback in play, this is what I'm trying to preach to the McCoy babies. If you don't have a quarterback you don't have a winning team. All right? And you definitely don't have a championship winning team. If you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a pitcher, you don't have a superstar in basketball, you don't have a winning team. I don't know. The way it's looking, no playoffs this year for the 49ers. I was going to say, yeah, they could squeak by. Nothing that has indicated the way the way they've been playing, nothing has indicated we're going to the playoffs. The offensive line looks shitty, I don't, and I don't know why. Is it the play call? I can't even tell because every play, McGlinchey is getting pushed back. Trent Williams gets beat every five plays. He gets beat. Uh, not beat, but he's, they, they just seem to make a play. There's no accountability, no leadership. Everybody just seems to be going through the motions. You know what everybody's starting to look like? You know who they're starting to look like? Nick Mullins. The San Francisco 49ers are starting to take the shape of Nick Mullins playing against the Eagles. What with that with that absent stare on them. And just going through the motions. That's what the 49ers look like. And they're done for 2020. And I'm done with them right now. I'm done with them right now. All right. Let, let's go to Monday night, October 12th, 2020. New Orleans Saints win 
field goal in overtime, 30-27 to against the Los Angeles Chargers. Drew Brees, 6 feet, 209 pounds, out of Purdue. Season, 1,331 yards, 12th in the NFL, 9 TDs, tied for 9th, 3 interceptions, tied for 10th, QBR of 77.2, 8th in the NFL. He went 33 for 47, 325 yards, one TD, one interception. Number 41 running back, Alvin Kamara, 25 years old, 5'10", 215 pounds out of Tennessee, 11 carries, 45 yards. Number 17 wide receiver, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, 5'11", 180 pounds out of SMU, 12 receptions, 122 yards. And that was the New Orleans Saints. And for the L.A. Chargers, number 10 quarterback, Justin Herbert, 6'6", 236 yards, 22 years old out of Oregon, 20 for 34, 264 yards, 4 TDs. Wide receiver number 81, Mike Williams, 6'4", 218 pounds out of Clemson. Had a 64-yard pass, TD pass, uh, touchdown from Justin Herbert Hubercraft. All right, or Herbert Hoover. All right, he had a very good game. Shout out to the... To the young QB, new blood, Justin Herbert looked good, all right? He looks like a very capable quarterback, and I give him his props for for the NFL Week 5 on the Real McCoy Sports Podcast, all right? Of course, Aaron Rodgers took care of business. Now, we are going to speak upon Alex Smith was thrust into the game against the Washington Redskins, all right? Everybody knows my history with Alex Smith. I do not like him as a player, as a player. He's a good guy. I don't like him as a player. He wasted a lot of years in San Francisco as a fan, but he pulled through a horrible injury where he lost most of his leg, and he's out there kind of with a prosthetic, I I believe. I'm not so sure, but I've seen his leg look like most of it was gone, and I don't know. I don't know how he's out there, but he was out there against Aaron Donald and his family's cheering when he was first out there. And then he starts taking sacks left and right. And I was like, whoa, Nelly! Whoa, Nelly! Whoa, Nelly! Wait a minute! I didn't like the guy, but damn, I didn't say answer my prayers right away. I seen one sack to where Aaron Donald just jumped on his back. Like he was giving him a piggyback ride. I was like, he barely got one leg. Go down, Alex. Go down. Down goes Smith. Down goes Smith. Oh, felt bad for the young fella. Oh, that lad was going through it. Oh, that lad was going through it. Oh, that whole that whole series, couple series he was in. It, oh, he was getting pressured. He was getting hit. He was taking hits. I don't know. Washington is a mess. I feel bad for Ron Rivera's battling cancer and, and whatnot. He's made some questionable decisions, benching the, the the young man Haskins, Dwayne Haskins. I don't know what he did. Yeah, was he playing bad? Yeah, sure he was playing bad, but you know, he's he's new to the system. Give him time. He wasn't playing that bad. I've no I know quarterbacks who are playing a lot worse than Haskins. If you're asking. Haskins, if you're asking. Jimmy's been playing a lot worse, Garoppolo. Nick Mullins is playing a lot worse. Bethard will be playing a lot worse. You just don't know him like I know him. He's bad. Now, kudos 
congrats to Alex Smith for pulling through, being strong. I hope you don't continue. Stop playing. What are you playing for? You have money, honey. Some people, you know, they do it for the love. And Alex Smith, he, he was a gamer. I can't, you know, I tell no lies. The Real McCoy Sports Podcast, he was a gamer. Towards the end of his career, towards the late, latter parts, he's, you know, he, he, he was a very tough, showed hard player. But he's always had limited capabilities. That's why he's called Checkdown Smith. And that's why I call Tyrod Taylor the Black Alex Smith. They only throw short passes. As soon as you force them to throw it deep, they're ineffective. And absolute, absolute use. Do not use them. Now, the Cowboys suffered. They won the game. But they, Dak Prescott, he wasn't horse collar, but he was tackled, pulled down. And then his ankle snapped, and oh, it was an ugly sight, man. It was an ugly sight. Tears rolling down his eyes. He's on the stretcher. Well, actually, not stretcher. He's getting carted away. Everybody's running up. To, he's sitting up. He's awake. He's awake, but he's crying because he knows, man, it's a major setback. So everybody's slapping fives, giving them, telling them, you know, get well, sorry, you know. He's had a successful surgery. They said he, you know, successful surgery, but he's going to be out probably the rest of the year. He's going to be out. And that's bad. And that's why I say, get your money. Stop stop letting the man try to play you out of that paper. Don't let the man. Play you out of that paper. They not your partner. Get the paper, partner. Now they jerked Dak Prescott around the whole time he's been in Dallas. And now they finally got what they wanted. He's hurt now. Now they got more justification for not paying him. That's why you don't play around. This is business. These people don't love you. They, they don't care about you. All that smile in your face. Get your money. Force them to do the right thing and pay you when you can. Don't go out there and risk injury. All right? Now, Dak, Dak Prescott had to go through that. Breaking news. The Rim McCoy Sports Podcast on the DPN. Dream Podcast Network has just found out from ESPN. Running back. Le'Veon Bell's been released from the New York Jets. He's been released. Yeah, he's been wanting to get out of there. That mess, that hot mess, that hot garbage over there in New York. Now, he's finally free. 49ers, I think you should get him. Now, if anybody needs a running back, Le'Veon Bell's available. And uh, was there any other news? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know there was going to be news. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons fire Dan Quinn. He's out of there. Yeah, he been he been done. He they been with Quinn. They been and now the owners talking about hey, Matty Ice. Hey, he, we have to see with him. You know what have to see mean? <laughs> you out of there as soon as they can figure out how they gonna get you out of there. Yeah, we yeah Matt Ryan. We have to see. <laughs> we have to see what the deals look like. We trying to get you to help out of here. I been told you. I been told you. Maddie with a D's and not with T's. He's overrated. 
And of course, the Falcons lose again because they suck. They're sorry. All right, that's that's about that's about all the news. That's about everything. NFL Week Five, 2020, Corona season. All right, the end of the road for my 49ers. But that's all right. I appreciate you, you know. And thank you for tuning in to the Real McCoy Sports Podcast on the DPN Dream Podcast Network. And of course, I'm your host. Forever and ever, 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 ever doing the most. Franklin J. McCoy the third, but you can call me Frankie.